Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 120 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost, the best web hosting for just $3.95 a month. Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them, or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority, and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 120 and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. The Socially Supportive Podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network. Hello, Social Pack! Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. Did you have a great Tech Tuesday? I know that on yesterday's episode 119, we talked about how social media usage is on the rise, and I gave you some great statistics in that episode about how many people are using social media. And it's a lot of people, but I won't spoil it for you. So if you missed it, just head back on over to episode 119. Press pause on this one. We'll wait for you, and we'll be here when you get back. Today, I'm going to bring you wisdom, as I normally do on Wednesdays, from the best books, articles, videos, and conferences, all of the sources around the web. I'm going to bring them right to your earbuds, so just kick your feet up on the desk unless your boss is walking by with your cup of tea or coffee or whatever it is that you've got for your hot beverage this morning, and let's get started with it. But first, I do want to make sure that you are up to speed, so I've got a couple of announcements for you. Social Media Marketing World 18. I will be there in lovely San Diego, California. I hope to see you there. The event itself takes place at the San Diego Convention Center there in San Diego Bay, but all of the hotels that were officially partnered with this event have all sold out of the rooms that they had. There are still rooms in town, so you can still find accommodations, but you might have to get a little creative about where it is that you're going to stay. And I would recommend that you go ahead and hurry up to get your tickets if you're going to go. I just saw a picture online of last year's Social Media Marketing World 17 that had Dan Genghis, Jay Bear, and Shep Hyken all in one picture. And it reminded me of how many people were there with such great thought leadership. I know Blake Morgan was there last year. Some of my favorite social media marketing folks like Amy Porterfield and Tyler Anderson and some of these others who were really the first podcasts that I started listening to before I started podcasting myself, they were all there and the the conversations you can have are just fantastic. There's a lot of energy, there's a lot of ideas that happen and there's such great knowledge that's passed around. So if you're not able to make it, don't worry, I'll do an episode before the 28th hits where I talk about pre-gaming for Social Media Marketing World, what I think would be great to attend for customer care, social media peeps. And then I'll also do a post-game where I tell you what the takeaways were that I got from the conference and 
Maybe I'll even do some Facebook lives for you with a couple of people that I run into as I'm there if the opportunity presents itself. So that's one of the announcements that I have for you is that social media marketing world is right around the corner, February 28th through March the 2nd. So don't miss it. If you have any opportunity to go, I highly recommend it. And the next announcement that I have, in case you haven't heard, is that my new book is going to be coming out soon. It's called What Customers Want. And I'll give a sneak peek of a few excerpts to the members of the social pack. So if you're already a member of the social pack, don't worry, it's going to show up right in your inbox when the time is right. And if you haven't joined the social pack yet, don't worry, you still have an opportunity to get that done. Just head right on over to sociallysupportive.com and over on the right hand side, you'll see where you can sign up for the social pack. And I promise I will not email you every day, five times a day with things that you really don't care about. If you're already a member of the social pack, then you know that the emails that you get are very purposeful. There are only a few of them. And then when I have something of interest to tell you, then I let you know what it is. And you just want to stay on the top side with the rest of your friends and be on top of all the information that's happening. So head on over and join the social pack. Okay, let's get to today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Sonia Gregory, who said, every post, review, and check-in on social media should be acknowledged. Word to Sonia. Absolutely, that is correct. And our book of the day is by Dan Gingis, Winning at Social Customer Care. Highly recommend you pick up a copy of that book if you are wanting to start or revamp your social media customer care team. It gives you a really good holistic overview of the things that you should be thinking about when you're designing your social customer care strategy. All right, so what are we talking about today? Well, as it's Wisdom Wednesday, I was out on the World Wide Web looking for something that would be interesting for us, and I found something I thought was very interesting for us. It is Fresh Sparks blog post titled Six Key Elements of Using Social Media for Customer Service by Sonia Gregory. She wrote it January 15th of 17. Still very relevant, and I thought that we would talk about it here today. Let's start out with statistics. First, Sonia attributes J.D. Power's 2013 social media benchmark study with these statistics. First, 67% of consumers have gone to brand social sites for customer support. And yes, that was all the way back in 2013. We had already had 67% of consumers that had gone to brand social sites for customer support. I read that and I thought, I don't know if everyone's really aware of that that this has really permeated, social customer care had really permeated even back in 2013. And then 87% of highly satisfied consumers said an online social interaction with the company positively impacted their likelihood to purchase from that company. That's pretty high. And then on the flip side of that, which was kind of interesting, only 10% of less satisfied consumers said their interaction negatively impacted their likelihood to purchase from that company. I share this with you because if you are doing customer satisfaction surveys like we talked about last week on episode 115, five survey questions to ask with Sandy Stretch from Question Pro or episode 113, measuring CSAT through surveys, what if this is kind of a question that you want to be asking your customers is, 
if they are reporting being highly satisfied, did an online social interaction with the company positively impact their likelihood to purchase? It would be very interesting to know what your customers think, particularly about your company. And then conversely, if they had a negative experience on social media with one of your agents, did that make them not want to buy from your company? That would be very interesting to know. And then she credits New Voice Media and ClickFox with these statistics. After poor customer service, 56% of consumers will never use that company again, is what they say. And then 25% of people after a poor customer service interaction will tell their friends not to use that business. Then we go a little bit deeper and we say that after a poor customer service interaction that 20% of respondents even said that they would take revenge by posting a review online about the company. And then 14% would share that poor experience on social media. And then she rounds out the new voice media stats by saying businesses lose approximately $83 billion annually because of poor customer service. So when we take all of that information together, it looks as though we've got a lot of customers going to social media for customer support and that if they receive less than desirable customer support, they're not going to use the company again. They're going to tell their friends not to use the business. Maybe they're going to post a negative review online or share their poor experience with their friends on social media. So what can we do to make sure that customers are having a great experience when they're interacting and engaging with us on social media? Well, Sonia gives us six keys in her opinion as to what we should be doing to make sure that the experience is fantastic for customers. And I'm going to line them out for you quickly right here. Obviously, when I'm covering this article, this isn't nearly all the information that's in the article. So there is a link over to the Fresh Sparks blog post called Six Key Elements of Using Social Media for Customer Service that Sonia Gregory's written. So just head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 120 to get the link and read the full article for yourself. But again, you know me, I like to give you the Cliff's Notes on Wednesdays. So six keys that Sonia tells us. Number one, reply quickly. She says, and she quotes convince and converts uh, statistic here that you may have heard before, 42% of customers expect a response within 60 minutes. And speaking of Jay Bear, who we were just talking about being at Social Media Marketing World last year, we know that in this study, this is an average of all the different verticals and, and everything that were surveyed. So 60 minutes is broad, but many companies, as we talked about not too long ago, even if you were in the top 10 socially devoted brands in the United States, many of those companies were not responding within 60 minutes on Facebook. So make sure that you take a look at how quickly you're responding and see what you can do to bring that time in. And she also mentioned, Sonia mentions, that you could possibly consider answering faster on channels like Twitter because 53% of consumers expect a response there within the hour, which is higher than the 42% holistically around the social media sphere. And that's something to think about. Depending on your business and depending on what your customers expect and what channel for you, 
may be smart for you to prioritize your Twitter volume responses over your Facebook responses. If that makes sense for your company, might have a look at that, might do a little pilot to see if you get better customer satisfaction scores from doing something like that. Then her second of six tips is to resolve issues publicly or privately per the situation. Make sure that you know what you want to resolve publicly and what you want to resolve privately. So I say to you, maybe you take CPNI and other regulated items if you've got personally identifiable information, PII as we like to call it, customer account numbers and things like this. Maybe you've got serial numbers from their modems or something. Whatever it is, make sure that you're taking that private information in a private channel. And also, if you're getting into a long back and forth that becomes very boring or not really relevant to other observers of the conversation, that's another good thing to go ahead and take offline because it sort of clutters up your wall. But I do want to remind you, as I usually do, to make sure you go back and publicly thank the customer for letting you solve their issue for them and giving you the opportunity to do that because that lets other customers who may have been watching that interaction know that you didn't just take them away and then not solve their problem. Let's them know that the issue does get resolved. So in the future, if they're asked to step to a private location with you, they feel comfortable doing that because they've seen where you've taken someone to a private location and then resolved the issue for them and brought it back public. So there's a lot of benefit from making sure you do that. And she also mentions maybe you should consider a separate Twitter handle for customer care. We've talked about that before. You can look at episode 71, separate Twitter handles for care, and get a feeling about whether that's right for your company or not right for your company. Some companies like Discover Card, who do a fantastic job of delivering customer service, want to showcase that as a unique selling point for the Discover brand. So they eliminated separate handles a long time ago. I don't even think they ever had a separate handle. I'll have to think about that. Either way, when Dan Gingis used to run Discover Card Social, he and I talked about that a lot. And really, if you've got really fantastic customer support, then why not showcase it? Because it's really something to be proud of. If you've got an industry that's a little harder to love, if you've got some challenges in your customer support and you really want to focus on delivering good customer support, it may make sense for you to split out those Twitter handles for customer support from your brand handles. Again, it just depends on your vertical and it depends on your company and where you're at with your customer service. The third of six keys that Sonia gives to us is to respond to all feedback, questions, and comments. And I could not agree more. You can refer back to episode six, respond to everything. And I share my philosophy on why it's very important to make sure that you are responding to all feedback, questions, and comments, responding to everything that you're able to. And you've got to make sure that you can handle that volume. But if you're looking at the different episodes that are provided in the Socially Supportive Podcast, you will have available to you all of the strategy and the technology and the tactics that you need to be able to put a fantastic customer support program in place so that you should be able to get to everything. And maybe you can even get a little proactive, right? We'll talk about that later in the week. So then the next thing, the fourth of six steps is to be personal. 
Sonia recommends, and I think this is a great idea, that you use the customer's name in your response. When you say someone's name, whether in a conversation, on the telephone, or in person, they feel acknowledged. They think that you are aware of who you're talking to, you've used their name, so you're paying attention and you're giving them your time and attention. And let's be honest, everyone likes to hear their own name. Social science has proven that through. So let your agents know that they should be using the customer's name. And another thing that you can do to be personal is to sign your post with a name. As we know, social media interactions are asynchronous. So if you have a fancy tool, then perhaps each post that a customer sends in is being routed to the same agent when that agent is available. And I highly recommend that. It saves time and it helps the customer feel connected. But if you've got a case where you don't have a fancy tool or you have a fancy tool and one of your agents goes home for the night or goes on a break, then another agent needs to step in and take care of that customer because the customer still needs to conduct their business. So you want to be clear about who's responding to what post, use some initials, and then that way the customer feels like they know what's happening and they're not lost as to why they already said this and then the new agent doesn't know that. I know it's all written down in post, but as a new agent stepping into the middle of that conversation, it's just possible that you might have missed something. So make sure that the agents are signing the post. Sonia's fifth of six keys to great social customer service that she provides to us is to meet negativity with positive responses. And though customer care has been offered over social media for quite some time now, I do see in some of the businesses that I work with and in just going through and reviewing what's happening out there online, that there are still many occasions where agents will go negative with a customer. When a customer goes negative, then the agent will either get defensive or go negative, and it doesn't really help the situation with the customer at all. It doesn't help the company, it doesn't help the agent, it doesn't help the customer. So the best possible thing to do, though it can be challenging in the moment, is to make sure that you stay positive And as Sonia says, meet negativity with positive responses. And she points out social is public, so everybody's watching this. And she also says that when you remain positive, this fosters support from other customers. And I put in there to remind agents that everyone has a bad day. If your agents are getting responses from customers that are way over the top, it's possible that their negative responses really don't even have anything to do with the customer support agent. It's unfortunate that your agents are having to sort of absorb this. But if there could be a good support structure set in place for your team where this absorbed negativity can somehow be dispelled in a healthy way through the team, That's a much better outlet than sort of giving it right back to the customer because that really doesn't win for anybody. And Sonia's sixth of six tips is use a great tool to monitor your social media engagement. My favorite tools, as you may be aware, are Converse Social and CX Social because I think that they have the best technology that's available right now. They're able to do a lot of things and connect with a lot of things. So that's what I would recommend for you. Just head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 120. And there are hyperlinks right there for you to go to Converse Social or CX Social or to make it easy, you can just go to sociallysupportive.com slash Converse Social or sociallysupportive.com slash CX Social. 
Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Craft Beer Club picture for more information today. Okay, this has been Wisdom Wednesday. Join me tomorrow for Thoughtful Thursday where we will discuss deep thoughts and overarching strategy for your digital and social customer care teams. Until then, and even after then, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.